Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, with us right now, we've got Mark Ainley. Mark, you are the uh, your founding partner and head of business development for GC Realty and Development in Chicago. And uh, we've actually had the uh, the uh, the pleasure of doing some work together in the past. And uh, and one thing that I'm so excited to talk about, uh, we'll we'll certainly talk about um, the work that GC Realty does. Uh, you guys have built up an enormous book of business. I have a lot of folks that listen to this podcast that are in the real estate space. So I think that there's a lot uh, that folks could learn uh, about you uh, and and how you're able to grow and scale into such a, a, a kind of a, a larger operation. Uh, but beyond that, you and your partner were actually featured in a reality TV show, and we'll get to that second. <laughs> so there's just a little teaser: uh, is that uh, is that uh, you and you and Brian were on a um, the deed on CNBC. So we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But why don't we start by talking about uh, what, what GC Realty is, what you guys do? Cool, great. You know, Josh, I'm uh, I, I was looking at my schedule over the weekend, and I. Saw that we had this up on uh, today, and, and I got excited because we've worked together in the past, and, and work with yeah. you has always been uh, awesome and, and a good time. And, and uh, you're good at what you do, and you're awesome. You do. I, I love your podcast, so um, I've actually been referring it out to people. So um, thank you. I was just say thank you first for having me on here. So that's, that's for great. sure, for sure. Uh, you know, GC Realty Development. We started. We, we've been many different things over the years. Um, you know, we started off as a brokerage. Uh, we accidentally became property manager. We, we've been in a handful of different uh, development um, over the years, uh, especially with the market crash. And now today, our focus really is to be a property manager for private landlords that uh, are either local and, and don't want to do it, or out of state and physically can't do it. Uh, and so, uh, how did you, you say accidentally uh, it made that migration? When, what do you mean? Uh, well, so, you know, it, uh, you plan everything in life uh, as much as you want, but sometimes uh, life throws you curves uh, or, or mm-hmm. you start going down another route on accident. But we were, we were our mindset was to be this, this brokerage, uh, you know, it, uh, be brokering real estate deals. Uh, mostly commercial was our kind of uh, uh, train of thought from the beginning. And we ended up only working with investors, um, buying investment properties. And, and one by one, they'd always ask us, hey, will you manage our property? We manage our property. Yeah. And we always said, no, no, we're not property managers. You can manage your own stuff. <laughs> uh, we'll sell you the property. We'll sell you more, but uh, you got to manage it. So eventually one day um, we were at a uh, closing. We sold an investment property to our attorney. And our attorney uh, said, Mark, we manage this for me. I said, Paul, no, I told you this like five times. Like, I'm not going to manage the property for you. He goes, come on, Mark. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you 50 bucks a month. I'm like, Paul, it's like, Mark, you got to do this for me. I'm like, Paul, I don't even, I don't even have a, uh, I don't even have a, a legal document to, to even have you sign. He's like, Mark, right. I'm going to draft something up for you. We'll, we'll be fair. And, uh, and like that, that's kind of how the management started. And, and he is still actually, here we are. Um, it'd be 12 years later. He's still our client and we still charge him only $50 a month as like a, uh, as an honorary member. <laughs> of G- 
And he is still, uh, uh, we still use a modified version of that same manager agreement that he originally drafted for us. So it's kind of fun how it got started. Now here we are today. So, And so Mark, so for, for folks that don't understand um, how big of an operation you have, uh, can you talk maybe some, some general numbers in terms of like number of properties you've been involved with, um, how many you're actively managing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we have, uh, we manage about 925 uh, residential doors. We manage uh, just under a couple million square feet of industrial space. So uh, picture small little industrial buildings with a couple thousand square foot spaces. And uh, we have uh, made up of that. We have about 300, it's like 300, not about, but 306 owners uh, when I looked the other day. So uh, they, these 306 God. owners own all this uh, property. Most of them, uh, I think 200 and something of them live out of state, out of country and, uh, and uh, coast on both coasts for the most part. So. And and you've certainly been involved in a lot of um, property rehabs and flips and that sort of thing as well, right? Yeah, no. So I, I think that's one of our uh, unique uh, co- competitive advantages to any other property management here in the, property manager here in the Chicago market. Because uh, since '08, we've actually purchased, rehabbed, and rented it's just just under 500 units at this point. So we've made all mistakes as a as a, as a landlord. You know, we we've messed everything up. So we we can advise. Uh, landlords that are uh, are new and just getting into it. We can also advise landlords that maybe sometimes forget what it is to mess up and, and, and uh, keep them on track from making the same mistakes. So that's a huge thing that we're able to bring to the table as far as uh, um, everything we've messed up on ourselves on the development side. We made some money, don't get me wrong, but uh, we messed up plenty on the way. So what did you do to scale to that number? I mean, that's that's a lot of activity. I mean, you guys, uh, you know, I, I think it would be very admirable, uh, you know, compared to most people that are kind of dabbling in real estate investments and properties and, and um, uh, like, how, how did you get, I mean, what, maybe it was just, you just stayed the course. I mean, how did you grow and scale that big? You know what? Um, it, it wasn't even intentional at first. And then our growth kind of got us in a little trouble um, in the sense of uh, we weren't growing the right way. Um, so, just take a step back because I think it's fairly important for our history. You know, we continue to grow as a property manager. Um, me and my partner, Brian, uh, continue to hire what I call nowadays gopher employees where uh, me and Brian were the uh, the hub and, and every employee had to go through us for every decision. So we, we had our kind of things set up in the wrong way, but we continue to grow. Me and Brian have always uh, kept a network of uh, people around us. And we do what we say, say what we do type mentality and people refer us. So that was always kind of our stronghold, responsiveness. That's something we really pride ourselves on today. And that was something that's always been in place, just never really talked about. Um, so, you know, you know, and I think, go ahead. No, I was just say, you know, me and Brian kind of took it to a certain level. And then our third partner, uh, Cliff, came into uh, our business, I think around 2015, 14, 15. And me and Brian kind of uh, hit the ceiling of what we were going to be able to do with the, the company. And uh, our third partner, Cliff, he, he helped us uh, take it to the next level of where we're at today. And, and uh, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but we just got uh, um, this past August, our first time we've been on the Inc. 5000 list. So we're pretty excited and, and proud of that. So Hey, are, are, you, are you actually going to be in Phoenix? No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't find anyone that I knew that was going. So I, I didn't, uh, I, I kind of uh, passed on it. I'll, I will be there. Uh, I, I'm not on the Inc. 5000 list, but they, uh, so we apply for, there's a, a military contingent. And if you've not yet earned a spot on the Inc. 5000, but you've got potential to get there. Um, so that what they'll do is they'll actually scholarship uh, a handful of 
uh, military veteran owned businesses. Okay. Uh, and so this is the second year that I've qualified for that. Um, That's awesome. yeah, yeah. So congratulations on making the Inc 5,000. That's incredible. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's a big thing for us here. We, we celebrated and we got uh, cakes and we, we've had a good time. So nice. Very nice. Okay. So um, now one thing that I think that you guys have done very, very well is that you've, you know, if you're dealing with a lot of contractors, you're dealing with a lot of other players, it's, it's really important to surround yourself with good people. Um, and, and can you talk a little bit about that? Well, one of uh, you know the things we learned, uh, you know, about five six years into uh, the company was, uh, you know, managing property is one thing, and we know how to do that. We know how to sell the properties and manage them. It's, it's the managing people that uh, probably both me and Brian got hung <laughs> up on, or politically correctly managing people is uh, is a certain way we got hung up. But uh, um, you know, having the people around you and the people you can depend on, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's been a you know, it's been a challenge in trying to learn, you know, every single person is, uh, is different and, and every single person has their own, uh, things they're working on outside of whatever they might be working on with us. But, uh, over the years we've, uh, we've had some pretty good, uh, people around us that got us through the earlier days. And then now we've, uh, you know, we've actually adopted, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, this, but the culture index, um, for having our employees um, on our team, it's a, a psychosomatic test that uh, helps uh, kind of score for the right mm. person for the right position to kind of prevent long-term churn. So call it um, Meyer-Briggs on, uh, yeah. on, on steroids, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing that I want to point out is before we get into the reality TV series, uh, which I know <laughs> the person's <laughs> listening to is like, come on, man, just tell me, how'd you get on TV? Um, but this is really incredible for a, uh, a property management company to have the number of positive reviews that you guys have online, that's pretty, I mean, that's just, you guys are way outside uh, the norm. Uh, most property management companies get a lot of negative reviews. And it's just, it's kind of nature of what they do, uh, especially if you, you know, run a situation, tenant has to leave, it's a bad situation, it's, it's kind of sucks for everybody. And the property management company has to kind of be the bad guy and enforce, you know, something on behalf of the landlord. I'm sorry, on behalf of the uh, property owner. Um, but you guys have managed, uh, like just in Google alone, 223 Google reviews, 4.7. That is off the charts from what I've seen for uh, property management companies. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> so, you know, it's so funny that um, before I got onto this, I, I was on a podcast that I was just listening to as a, as a attendee, but it was about fake reviews and it was about reviews in general. So uh, it's funny that we, you bring this up here today. But you know what? Um, the one thing uh, back to kind of that whole responsive thing, you know, property management's a mess. Um, most property managers uh, really work in the rearview mirror of always mm. continually putting out fires. And I think yeah. in the last four or five years, we built a culture of preventing as much as we can and learning how to react, uh, react to, uh, when things we can't control. So I was, yeah. I always tell owners in our onboarding stage that, Hey, stuff is going to go wrong. Uh, we can't control everything. Things are going to, you know, things are going to break, things are going to explode, things are going to freeze, whatever it might be. It's not necessarily that those things are going to happen. That's going to be, um, the problem. It's going to be how fast we react to those problems. And it might just mm -hmm. be an upset tenant. It might be a frozen pipe that turns into an upside tenant later, but, uh, it's, it's how fast we respond to things and follow up. And, and again, back to do what you say, say what you do has helped us be able to 
you know what? I think there's a certain point where uh, people, if they feel they can't vent or they can't get their point across, they go to the online and, and say something bad. Yeah. Um, if we could beat them to that, if we have to be their, uh, their counselor for, for 10 minutes and let them vent and, and then still f- and fix the problem, that's what we got to do is kind of part of the job. Wow. Well, you've done it very, very well. So however you manage that internally, um, you're doing a very, very good job. Like I was just kind of like going through some of your reviews and it's just, it's, I mean, are you actively asking people to say, hey, you know, if you're really happy with your service, please help us out. I mean, are, are you actively soliciting them as well? Well, I think it's twofold. Uh, we do have a campaign that, you know, we regularly ask for reviews, good or bad, um, because bad ones, I think, uh, you know, you'll see the handful of bad ones we have on there. And sure. I think it's equally important to how we respond to those and react to those. And, and we'll right. get bad ones every so often that, uh, you know, we fix it right away and they, we won't even ask them. They'll go on there and reverse it or delete it or whatnot. And sometimes, mm-hmm. again, that responsiveness just helps take a bad situation and kind of make it uh, back to par, at least, if anything. But uh, the... Uh, you know, for in my business in the real estate investing side of things, um, I, I end up talking to a lot of people and, and call it donating time or giving free advice along the lines of the things I was saying before of uh, teaching people lessons. You know, if I get a phone, I just donate 20 minutes. I'm going to say, listen, I just saved you 10 grand. You know, you know help me out here and give me a good, give me a good review that, that I was valuable. So um, I think yeah. sometimes the exchange of free advice or valuable advice for a, a good review is uh, a valuable technique that we use. Fantastic. All right. So let's talk about the deed. First off, how did you find out about the opportunity or how did the producers find you? What was the match? Um, I believe, uh, thinking back, I believe they found us um, as an investor on a, a website called Bigger Pockets, a uh, real estate investment website. You're familiar uh, with Bigger Pockets? Matter of fact, as of like when we're recording this, so I was actually, so uh, Bigger Pockets now is a business podcast. And so they, they interviewed, that matter of fact, that episode just went live this morning. Okay. So yeah, no, we're big, bigger pockets fans. I love Mindy and love all those guys over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I did podcast 72 back in the day before it was really much of anything. So um, wow. it's always been good to me as far as our business. But uh, yeah, so I think they found us on there and they wanted to put us on a show. Um, and, 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 you know, me and Brian got on the uh, uh, similar uh, video like this and they're interviewing us, asking us the questions. And Turns out, you know, we were just a little more successful for the show they're wanting to launch uh, where we weren't mm-hmm. much of a value, but they liked me and Brian's uh, chemistry. You've dealt with my partner, Brian, and, and uh, he's pretty wild. He says what he's thinking yes. maybe too often. Yes, but, uh, but he's very outspoken. Brian, he's great. He's great on TV then for that exact reason. So, you know, they like the chemistry between us and, and they're trying to find something uh, and totally through the, that conversation, that discovery uh, conversation we brought up the fact that we bought the wrong property at the auction a couple weeks before. And uh, mm-hmm. they're like, whoa, tell us more about that. You know, it, uh, and uh, we went into the story and uh, ultimately they, they, they liked the concept that uh, we, we were growing too fast and uh, we bought the wrong property on our development side and, and uh, they could definitely make uh, an hour episode out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, then what happens? So uh, you, you happen to have the, the kind of the right chemistry and kind of your first call with them. I mean, it's rather, rather, I want to break this down. Someone might look at what you just explained and say, well, lucky you, but you were planting seeds before that opportunity ever came about by getting connected with bigger pockets. How did that happen? 
Yeah. You know what? I heard on one of your previous podcasts, someone talk about the planting seeds and what you do today affects six, eight months down the road, as far as your network and connections and opportunity. And, and that's just what that is. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they found us and, uh, and the, where it went from there was a whole bunch of hurry up and wait. And, uh, the, the, good, yeah. the good part about the story is, uh, we got a contract from uh, CNBC, which had to be, if you put it on a desk, had to be three inches uh, deep printed out. And ah, ah. I'm like, all right, you know, my first thought, send it to the attorney. And I sent it to the attorney and, and uh, I go, I think in my email is simple as, Paul, check this out. Can you let us know if there's anything we should change? Yeah. He replied back within like five minutes. He's like, listen, you're either signing this or you're not doing the show. So it, it, it's not going to be worth me nitpicking and, and, and them ultimately not like any of that. So me and Brian had a moment of, uh, you know, we probably had a moment of like, man, you know, when you look at this contract, they owned us. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, and, right. And they, 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 they clearly say they can take our words, they can edit anything, and they can make us look like buffoons. And, and we've all seen reality TV shows where they make people look like buffoons, uh, maybe legitimately or not legitimately. So me and Brian had to make right. a decision. And the ultimate decision we made that day was we would regret if we didn't do it. Um, but to control the situation, that's just, that's, uh, you know, that's, Let's just make everybody love us on that stage, on that set. So yeah. let's walk in. You know, me and him will walk in, and we would hug everybody every day. We'd bring donuts. We, you know, I think Brian remodeled one of the, the studio people's uh, kitchens. And, and, like, we said, if they're going to screw us over and make us look like buffoons, let's at least make them feel horrible about it and be so nice. <laughs> so we kind of killed them with kindness. And, and they ultimately spun the show, I think, to, uh, to represent us in a way, in a favorable way that I think was fairly realistic. So. We've had several clients now appear on reality TV series, and uh, I can tell you without fail uh, that the final product was not at all what they were thinking. Uh, (laughs) And so I happened to watch, I I watched the episode when it went live because we were doing, we were working on some stuff together. And uh, yeah, they certainly played up the characters. Uh, you know, they they painted the story in a way that certainly made it a lot more dramatic. Uh, you know, you guys are successful. And I think, you know, they didn't, the, the idea is that, uh, you know, again, the, the expert would come in and there's a problem. He comes and saves the day kind of situation. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, you, you guys are pretty savvy. I mean, you, you know what you're going to do to kind of fix the situation. So, but I, I listen, I loved it. Uh, it, and it ended up of, and it may be the kind of the results. I, what I'd like to talk about two things, uh, is the outcome of that property. You guys of, of all of the other people that were, sh- that were profiled on the deed with, uh, Sean Conlon, weren't you guys the only ones that was like, it was a successful, like the, the property you guys ended up making a lot of money on it. Yeah. Well, you, you saw all the episodes. We, we, we all made money. And uh, at the same time, they didn't really focus on our construction piece. They, they focused really on uh, our business and our business growth, where all the other right. a lot more construction focused or contractors not showing up. And uh, so that, that kind of that helped us too. Of not, you know, it definitely without saying it painted us as people that at least know what we're doing when it comes to construction. At least I think so. Yeah. What, one thing that was kind of funny, they said, um, you know, if you really want to uh, <laughs> increase the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the value, go ahead and do an open floor plan. And you guys have been, Oh yeah. And it's like, yeah. come on, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, a little, again, a little bit of theater. Um, but I, I thought it was great. Um, yeah. so you guys were successful. Um, you actually, you know, showed that you were very successful with that property. Um, I'm curious, uh, what the outcome 
of of being able to do that was uh, for for your business. And some of this stuff you'll never know. Like people see you're on CNBC, and you you, you don't know. But that's the kind of the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of like deciding who they were going to call is like, well, these guys were on TV, so they must be good. Well, I think any like any marketing that we try to put out there today, uh, whether it be a, a TV show um, or you know a podcast that we're doing right now, people that before they hire us, uh, they watch these things and they they almost get to know you before they even pick up the phone and call you. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, I think marketing like the TV show or marketing like this. Um, or they start Googling me up afterwards. A lot of times people don't mention the show until the second phone call. Like, oh, I Googled you up. And actually, that's where they find it at that point. Where they like me on the first call, they start Googling me up. And then they find that out. And, and then, the, then the, the second call is a lot easier. It's not even a sale anymore. It's more of like, hey, what do we do now? So um, yeah, it's, it's a warm, uh, it's a warm, it turns uh, cold leads into warmer leads uh, uh, upon the early uh, process. And then it definitely, on the development side of things, a place like Bigger Pockets, it just gives you credibility. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, matter of fact, sure, you can Google Mark Ain uh, for the person listening to us. Go ahead and Google Mark Ainley. <laughs> you'll see, you'll see his CNBS, CNBC stuff is coming up. Um, you know, and and we talk about that a lot. You know, it, on my influences, you know, authority marketing is just you know people don't jump on phone calls today without saying, well, who am I going to talk to? Who is this person? Uh, you know, if they're deciding who they want to do business with, we're all doing our due diligence. And so I think it's just knowing that in advance, you know, how can, uh, you know, how can we uh, create and paint a picture that is authentic to who we really are and our level of expertise? You know, it's like having a really, really great dating profile. Well, Google is your dating profile. Your LinkedIn profile is, uh, is your dating profile. And, uh, you know, I love that you've got your Inc. 5000 logo on there because, not too many companies make it to that list. And, you know, those, those who understand what that is, that's a huge authority indicator. So once again, congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, cool. Well, Mark Ainley, uh, again, GC Realty, you can actually on the web, you go to gcrealtyinc.com and that's gcrealtyinc.com. And uh, you guys have a great website. Um You've got a lot of, I love all of these video testimonials that you have on here as well. Um, clearly, you guys are doing really, really great business. Uh, and you are the um, one of the founding partners and in charge of business development there. So, Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. 
We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.